Hey everyone, this is Marjorie Wildcraft and welcome to the Grow Network podcast. And this is where we're doing a series of interviews with amazing, astonishing people that you may not have ever thought of that would be growing their own food. In this particular series, we have CEOs that are growing them. These people are running big companies, but they still produce their own food either in their home or in their backyard. And um if I just want to give you a quick reminder that the Grow Network is an online community of people who are stopping the destruction of the earth via homegrown food. And the key word there is people. So it doesn't matter what you're doing or what role you're playing in this great drama. Growing your own food really helps out. And so on the on the line with me, I'm super excited to have Adam. And we were just talking about how to pronounce his last name. I mean, <laughs> I might it. Radulowicz, right? Okay. You know, it's oh good God. enough. Thank you, Marjorie. That's good enough. Adam, awesome. Adam, thank you so much and welcome to the call. I know you're super busy. I really appreciate you getting to hop on and talk to us. No, my my pleasure. I've been looking forward to it. Can you right off the bat, you know, so she's like, Oh, that's a CEO. Like what do they have? Does he have a garage and he's hired his son? What like what can you tell us a little bit about your company, what it does? How sure. long ago it started? How many employees you have? Just kind of the 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 bragging rights about your your organization so people know you're like a real dude that's really working hard and has built something massive yeah absolutely so uh 25 person organization we have staff across uh three continents started uh, a little over 11 11 years ago and we're a strategic IT department that manages the technology for about 50 different businesses wow so when the when the server breaks we call Adam you know, our hope is that we do things that prevent it from breaking in the first place, which is actually one of our uniques. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's really, yeah, preventive is is awesome. Yeah. You've got a substantial organization there, 11 years. That's, you're, you you know, you've really built something amazing. By the way, let's just, what your your website for people who want to see that is XLNT, XLT.net. NET, is that correct? Uh, it's XL, like extra large, XL.net. XL.net. So kind of like excellent. Yeah. That's well. Yeah. Yeah, Excel, excellent. In hindsight, it worked really well. But that was uh, accidental. We got the domain in 95 as one of the last two letter domains that were available. Yeah, those are hard to come by, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, Adam, how how long have you been growing your own food? Is this uh, uh, is this just a new thing or something you've been doing? Well, as an amateur, I started when I was probably three years old, placing little uh, little beans in my mom's uh, plant pots. Now we lived inside oh. a eleven story building in uh, Belgrade, Serbia. So they didn't really grow that big, but I loved the process. And when I visit my grandma that was that had a more of a plot uh, i really had a even bigger chance to watching those plants grow nice and where and you're still growing now and where where what part of the country are you in so so people who can uh super warm chicago illinois oh right yeah <laughs> sunny you're in the uh you're in the banana belt of chicago though right <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> Every state has the banana belt. It always amuses me when you go to the banana belt of Wyoming. You're like, what? 
Adam, Adam, what are what are you what are your favorite things? Uh, you know, what are what systems are you growing? And uh, being in Chicago, you never know, but it could be chickens, hydroponics, foraging, gardening. Like, what's what's kind of the area? And and a lot of us do multiple ones. But what would you say is your your main system that you're you're growing? Um, my heart about I think five years ago, after years of looking, has been captured by uh, vertical aeroponics. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I Are found you doing that? Uh, Yeah, you're doing that living in living in an apartment or a condo and and you've got that going up a like a sunny window or something like that? No, so it's a little more um of a system set up. Uh as as people probably know Chicago gets a little chilly in the winter, so it's definitely indoors inside my house. And it's uh about 8 foot tall with a grow tent around it. Um, reflective LEDs inside uh, and initially it was growing probably 10, 11 different uh, vegetables but my cherry tomato plant decided it needed all the space and killed every other plant. <laughs> Those so cherry tomatoes are megalomaniacal. Aggressive. I love them. Yeah. But then you've got like, you know, you're giving away cherry tomatoes. You're you're knocking on neighbors' doors and leaving the box there and running before they. You know, <laughs> right? Oh, they they uh, produce um, in the plants uh, a little over a year and a half old and produces probably ten ten to twelve cherry tomatoes every day. You've got a you've got yeah that's right because they are perennials if they aren't in a region where they die back from frost so correct. Oh my! You've got a, a year and a half old tomato plant in your, and it, in your it's house. Thick. I don't know if "plant's" the right word. I think I can call it a tree now. Okay. And bark. A year and a half old tomato tree in your in your in your house. That's amazing. I met this guy one time up in like seventy two hundred feet up in Colorado who built a greenhouse and has a fig tree growing in there, and he got the fig, the cutting from somewhere in Austin. Twenty two year old fig tree. Thing wow. was loaded, like it was amazing what you can. Do. And so, other than cherry tomatoes, what else is like your favorite thing to? So I had to um, go outside of the aeroponic setup because the cherry tomato loves its space and extinguished the rest as it gravitated and grabbed all the lights. I, I grow in just regular dirt, uh, uh, arugula, dill. Nice. I've got a super slow-growing rosemary little bush that's been growing, I think, for two years now. Um, cucumber, uh, a couple cucumber plants that also produce really well. Uh, what else? Are you, are you doing those in, in like grow, grow bags or big pots? Uh, Just big pots. Because, um, you know, when, when frost comes, I need to have them be mobile and pull them inside. And, I haven't gotten to the point, though I want to uh, set up a greenhouse that can hopefully function all year long. Yeah, that's the thing. Everybody wants a greenhouse. And I have Mm -hmm. traveled all over the world, and I thought, you know, Costa Rica, they need greenhouses to keep the rain off. Like, everybody needs a greenhouse in every bioregion, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see a simple way to get uh, greenhouses set up so it's accessible to, to everyone. Yeah, it it does help to control uh, a little bit better the climate, which is getting kind of outrageous these days. 
Hey, Adam, how much time do you spend doing this, uh, you know, growing your own food and messing around with this? With uh, cherry tomatoes as their asexual flowers, it's only about 10 minutes a day. When I had um, uh, indoor cucumber, uh, it was a significant amount of time because I had to self-pollinate. So those little bees do a lot of work for us, and people don't realize until you have to self-pollinate. Right, <laughs> you had to be a you had to yeah, be a relationship well, consultant for your for your cucumbers, yeah. and <laughs> so you have to, a, have to be a marriage counselor for your your, uh-huh. your cucumbers. Uh-huh. Now, I totally get it. It's dead easy. Growing them outside, I just have to water, make sure they get food from time to time, so they they're super easy outside with the help of all the little buggies we get. But inside was really hard. Yeah, I hear. You. I'm I'm still rocking and rolling from that year and a half old cherry tomato plant. I know. Like, my, I know. That sounds amazing. I, I had to look it up afterwards because not all um, cherry tomatoes apparently are uh, perennial. Some some will just die in the season regardless of the temperature. And so I discovered it later. I'm like, this has been six months. How long is this plant going to live? And it just kept producing, producing. <laughs> and I've read reports of them living for years. So I think that's the one I got. Mm-hmm. And um, so really only about 10 minutes a day. And and what would you say is um, the biggest benefit to growing your own food other than the, than the produce, of course, right? Delicious cherry tomatoes. Can't turn that down. Yeah, it makes me happy and reduces my stress. Yeah, yeah. That's a, the biggest comment we're getting. Um, That's why I do it. Yeah. Wow, so downtime and uh, something something not in front of a screen, right? <laughs> My version of you know meditation when you go in and have to do pruning and cherry tomatoes are very uh, giving in that regard. You got to do a lot of pruning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just kind of lose myself and stay as long as I want in there. No matter how much time I spend, there's more to do if I want. To. Yeah, yeah, right. Do you, do you not bring your cell phone into that then and just let that be your kind of quiet time? Yeah, it's absolutely quiet time. I sit down and I expect to spend. As much time as necessary. To clear your mind. Yeah, yep. I hear you. Yeah. Got any tips to share? Especially, you know, we have a lot of people who are up in the north and, and in apartments or in you know indoor situations, and they're always asking me, what can I do? Yeah, the, the, the Tower Garden, um, they have a wonderful system set up that's affordable and kind of gives you everything you need um, to get that setup going now you still have to do your own research and uh you know use services maybe like the grow network to figure out how to grow your actual plants but the actual setup of it they provide you what you need to to get going so you get led lights that are attached to the pump the reservoir the vertical setup uh so everything's kind of included in there and I, i know that there's people that love to grow more than just a, a short season in chicago they do there's plots and they come out for the uh, eight weeks we have warmth and they try to grow something really fast and then run back inside. <laughs> Do you think the air quality in your in your home is better due to the plants growing in there? It smells better. Yeah, you got so that. You got that. Expected. You got that fresh tomato smell going. Oh yeah, <laughs> start cutting those. Uh, start trimming it. That the smells really come out and I've loved tomatoes since I was a little kid. Yeah. Oh man, I bet you make some great sauces and 
Mm, yeah. Why should other companies encourage more backyard food production by their leaders and staff? And I assume you're encouraging the folks that work for you to get into this hobby. Um, yeah, absolutely. And we have a number uh, a number of ExxonNetters that grow their own food. Most uh, most are growing it outside. So here, and it's coming up right now, uh, we get a lot of cucumbers being shared around and tomatoes. Um, so it's, uh, we have one, uh, one guy in the group that does uh, winter garlic. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I think it's been therapeutic for, for most of us. And um, I'd love it to be even more integral in people's lives because I see the benefit of it just, just simply from increasing happiness for people. I think it's a benefit for not just the community, but direct benefit to the business as well. Do you think it helps your company culture, seeing people bring stuff in and sharing it and that kind of thing? Yeah, 100%. Well, Adam, thank you so much. I don't know if you had any other comments or suggestions you want to give to people. or uh, I don't I don't, I don't know if there's anybody who'd be looking for business from this, but if you want to give a pitch for your company, I'm totally good with that all. I, I just uh, encourage people just get get started. Whatever uh, your your barrier to entry is, uh, there's systems out there that are really really inexpensive, and uh, you can get going with very little time. Just give it a just try it and see see what that experience is like for you. I know right now, especially with COVID, a lot of people are stressed out and dealing with things they hadn't expected um, prior to the year. Give give this a give this a try and see see what it makes you feel like and maybe it grows into something bigger. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an astonishingly addictive and helpful mm-hmm. hobby. So um, definitely definitely a better choice than some other things. Adam, thanks so much for being on the call and uh, really appreciate it. This is Marjorie Wildcraft. I'm with the Grow Network and we're actually the largest community of people online. Um, that are stopping the destruction of the earth via homegrown food, come join us over at www.thegrownetwork.com. The Grow Network is a movement of people who are stopping the destruction of the earth via homegrown food.